Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. Hello there and welcome to the Built to Grow podcast. My name is Randy Angston and I'm going to be the host for today. Uh, Tim is still enjoying some time up in the woods. He's up at the uh, lake house. So for the next little bit here, uh, you get to, uh, to to hear me for this uh, this episode. So before we dive into today's episode, I've got a, a, a pretty good one for you guys. Actually, I want to make, uh, we're going to make some changes here today. So, uh, but before we get into that, I have a huge announcement. We just got off a couple months back, right? We just hosted our fitness growth summit here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And as of today, we're, we've secured, or earlier this week, we were able to secure a venue in Nashville, lock down some dates. And so we're happy to announce that this October 15th and 16th, we will be hosting our next fitness growth summit in Nashville. Uh, you can get the details or you can, you can opt in for early information for that as tickets become available, discounted tickets, uh, more information at winninggym.com slash Nashville. Once again, winninggym.com slash Nashville. Uh, check out the show notes if you need to, uh, to see that link. Uh, so for today, I've got something. Uh, what I did is I put together some of the information that I receive from gym owners, just things that I'm seeing consistently. For, for those of you who don't know what I do with ProFit, one of my jobs, one of the things that I'm tasked with is I take our inbound calls. I speak to gym owners just like you on a daily basis looking to improve the effectiveness of their facility, uh, take it to the next level, level, uh, when there's issues, you know, they jump on a call with us and we can help troubleshoot, give some guidance and see if it's appropriate for us to work together. Well, in, in taking those calls, and I've, I've been in this position since, since him and I sat down and, and, you know, put together ProFit in 2016. And so I've spoken with hundreds and hundreds of different gyms, different styles of gyms, um, you know, everything from big 40, 50,000 square foot uh, traditional corporate gym style, all the way to your, I mean, I just got off the phone with somebody who had a 195 square foot training room, essentially. Then they do one-on-one personal training, everything in between that you can imagine. We've had the calls with them. We've spoken about their businesses and we found commonalities. We found um, issues, things that some facilities do amazing, everything across the board. But uh, in today's list, what I wanted to do is I wanted to put together some action items for you, whether you be that, that, that brand new, maybe you're a solopreneur and you're doing all of this on your own, or if you're the tried and true veteran of the, of the industry and you know, you've done the reps, you've taken the licks and here you are, you know, 10, 15, 20 years into the training business maybe it's just been a while since you've looked over some of these things. And so what I wanted to do is I want to put together 10 action items that you can, you can do today, or you can, you can visit today within your business that are going to give you some clarity. They're going to provide some change. Some of these are going to take you from uh, seemingly like the hobbyist and make it make your business stand out a little bit more as a, a, a true business, um, 
Others are habits that you can change or, or areas of improvement in your day-to-day activities that will make you more, of a, more effective as an entrepreneur and as a leader of your organization. Um, so let's, let's run through these. Uh, I'm going to touch on each of these. I've got a total of 10. I will recap these and put them in the show notes. For those of you that are listening, you can uh, download the list and revisit these so you can see them yourselves as well. Um, some of the stuff we've spoken on in the past, uh, we've done, we've touched on a lot of these things throughout many episodes, uh, you know, going back probably to the beginning. So some of this we'll be revisiting, but again, the reason that we bring these things up guys is because the information's everywhere. You can go, like, I I was joking with somebody recently, probably, um, a couple of our gym owners, MIT publishes their curriculum. They publish their curriculum online. There aren't people just running through the streets with degrees from MIT. You know, Google, YouTube, YouTube's, Google's number one, YouTube's number two for the largest search engines in the world. The information is quite often right there at your fingertips, but it's the action that follows is where, that's where the power is. That's where the change actually happens. And so these 10 items are, are pretty simple. You know, you can do, like I said, you can do most of these today or visit, you know, those areas of the business and and look for opportunities of change. But ultimately, what you do with this list is going to be up to you. So I hope that you pick it up and you run with this stuff and you actually make these changes within your business because it is this type of stuff that really separates, um, you know, the gyms that get ahead and succeed and treat this like a business with the intention of growth. Versus the guy who's showing up, guy, gal, who shows up day to day and is really just trying to figure it out. We're wondering how the hell to get by. What do I do next? Um, this, this is a little bit of intentionality. So take this list and run with it. Uh, number one, clear your voicemails. I speak with gym owners, like I said, every single day. I cannot tell you how many times a week I dial a gym owner and their phone goes to voicemail and their voicemail is full. That to me is disrespectful to anybody that you're bringing into your organization. If somebody needs to get a hold of you, what does that tell that person who's trying to reach you? Yes, we live in a time where text messages is easy, but this is business. This isn't a hobby. This isn't your friends texting you. These are clients. These are potentially paying clients. Some of our clients are paying us two, three, four, five thousand dollars over the span of their relationship, sometimes a year. What do they deserve? Clear your voicemails, guys. A domain-based email address. Simple. There is no excuse for this. If you run a business and you have a website, your website should be tied or can be tied to your email. It's simple. Set it up once. Move, migrate things over to that email address and move forward, guys. What I'm talking about, like we've talked about in the past is domain-based, meaning um, like for, our, for example, we are pfmarketingsolutions.com is our domain. That's our website. Our email address, my email address, randy at pfmarketingsolutions.com. It's not randy at yahoo.com, google.com, gmail, ms suite, whatever the hell else is out there, guys. Chain, make that simple change elevate the brand of the the image of your brand and you'll be treated a little bit more like you're a reputable business in the area. These are simple changes. Make them. Software. Uh, I've been having a lot of conversations lately with some some, uh, different gym owners and it's amazing how many 
are willing to work much, much, much harder to save a few dollars. Tim and I have done episodes about bringing certain things into the business. We've discussed whether it's going to make you more money, whether it's going to provide a greater result. Um, but when we look at software or we look at different um, things that we can bring into the business to serve the business itself, you have to, one, you have to realize some of it's going to save you money. Some of it's going to create a system. Some of it will save you time. A lot of it will do all three of those. And so when I say software, I'm talking things as basic for a fitness business as client management software. You should have a schedule where your clients can book and hopefully self-select the, the, the opportunities on the schedule that they want to train in, you know, mind, body, wellness, living. There's hundreds of them out there. Um, uh, I, I don't need to go. I'm not going to go down into that list. I'm not endorsing necessarily any one of them. Um, they all have their benefits. Some of them have their, um, the areas of lack maybe for your business. So get out there, figure out what's right for your business, but you need to have something to be scheduling your clients within your business. Um, before they become clients or maybe while they're clients, you should have a client relationship management software or CRM. This is where we talk about keep keep is our CRM. This is where the, the software, the tool that we use to communicate with both prospects as well as clients um, and, and to do it in a, a way that can automate, it can be logic based. So you don't always have to be at the helm doing the hard work, you know, client scheduling, um, payroll software, pay, having you know, pay, uh, somebody to handle payroll. These are not things that this far into the business, you guys should be trying to figure out and do manually. Um, Find the software, source the software, implement the software, and rely on it. Allow it to take that stuff off of your plate. And then, like we talk about all the time, spend your time in other income-producing areas of the business. Where is your time greatest spent as a business owner? Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. That was number four. Three, number four, website review. Review your website, guys. Um, one of the first things that I do before I take any call is I'm going to jump on your website. I've joked about it in the past. I've joked about it recently. I cannot begin to tell you how many of you guys forget to put your address on your website. I saw two this week. That's crazy to me, right? Like this is our bulletin board. This is telling the information of our business. Let's make sure that we have the foundational information of the business available for our clients. Additionally, you should have other things on there, guys. You should make sure basic information like that's got to be there. But you should have some forms, uh, forms, literally some way of people to leave information for or leave their information, I should say, name, phone number, email address and receive more information. If you've done that correctly or if you've done that in a way that can uh, truly benefit uh, without you having to be at the helm or doing the work, you can tie that those forms to a CRM and have automation be nurturing those leads. 
Again, our CLA handles that stuff. If you're interested in that, reach out to winninggym.com slash workshop. You can check that de- those details out. Reach, reach out to me directly, randy at pfmarketingsolutions.com. I'd love to jump on a call and show you that automation. Save you guys hours of time each week. Um, tons of headache. To me, that's, that's a no-brainer. Every fitness business needs it. Uh, this one's pretty cool. I and mean, this is uh, something that Tim and I have spoken heavily about. This is, these are lessons that we've got from Todd Brown um, over, heck, over the last couple of years. But at least some form of unique mechanisms, unique nomenclature in the way that you name your services and the program that you provide to the marketplace. The, there is nothing worse than going there's, we talk about it all the time. There's three things in this industry that provide our clients results traditionally, fitness, nutrition, and accountability. If you were to take those three bits of information, put it on your website and associate your price with it, I would be willing to bet that at least two out of the three of your competitors down the street have those words as what gets those clients results on their website, as well as their price point. So there's nothing unique about what you're bringing to the marketplace. There's nothing that tells those shoppers, I'm different from what you experienced on the street because we're using the same exact terms. And I like to use the expression that uh, not to, not to discredit or, or downplay or be derogatory in any way, but I like to consider the marketplace ignorant. And what I mean by that is if we aren't telling our marketplace something if we're not educating them on something, if we're not providing clarity on what we want them to know, we can't expect them to know that. And so when we're using terms like fitness, nutrition, and accountability, all we can expect is that they're going to associate that with what they already associate that with. So whether they failed in the past because the, their previous gym offered fitness, nutrition, and accountability, or your price is too high because the gym down the street is offering fitness, nutrition, and accountability, and they're $10 less a month, you know, these are ways of putting yourself into competition that we're not even thinking about when something like as simple as a unique name around each of those components can take you away from that competition, remove the simply simple um, understanding of the marketplace that associates them with everything that they already know. And it forces that marketplace to lean in a little bit, ask different questions, dive a little deeper, hopefully get on a phone reach out by email or, um, or walk in the four walls, you know, of your business and, and pursue finding out what it is that makes you unique. Uh, unique mechanisms can do that for you. Oh, seven. This is a funny one. This one goes back. Uh, one of my mentors or coaches years ago taught me this term and, uh, it cracks me up and I want to pass it along. Our job is to be the Alfred to our clients, Batman. What do I mean by that? What I mean is it's our job to be out of the limelight. Our job is to facilitate, uh, we're like the equipment manager, right? Isn't let, Alfred, Alfred supplies Batman with what he needs for Batman to see success. Alfred doesn't want credit for it. He's not, you know, the forefront of it. He's not out there in the limelight. Nobody even really knows he exists other than being the butler. Our job is to be Alfred. We should be making our clients shine. We should be putting our clients in the spotlight. Nobody cares. This is, you know, what are we, 2021 right now? Long gone are the days of the shirtless, you know, personal trainer, um, throwing that stuff all over your media, social media to attract, and attract you know, clientele. I can tell you guys, the, the more you can reduce the ego in business, the better off you're going to be. 
Um, that's my recommendation there. So BDL for your clients, Batman. Uh, number eight, bookend your day. So this is one that, that's going to come down to uh, your focus, your ability to produce each and every day. Um, morning routine. I've talked about it over and over. Our coaching clients, this is something I coach on. Uh, your morning routine is imperative for your success. I know it sounds goofy, but in order for you to be proactive instead of reactive, you damn well better be walking into the four walls of your business within, with a plan and intention around what you're going to accomplish. If you're not, then you're 100% sitting in the reactionary state. None of us should be walking into our work or walking into our place of employment or your business, our business, and saying, what do I do today? That is not a plan of somebody who knows where they're going. That is not something that's going to take you to that next level. And therefore, in order to see that change, you need to become that change. Force your mornings. Make sure that you're sitting down and you're planning your day. My morning routine consists of four things. I journal, I read, I go to the gym, and I meditate. Those are my four things in every day. Part of my journaling is laying out what I need to accomplish each day. I don't go too long. I don't have 15 items. I'm going to have three major items and maybe a couple supplementary things that I get done between there. From there, at the end of my day, I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate my wins. And I'm going to console my losses. I'm going to talk about the things that we did very well that day. I'm going to highlight that. Take that in. Allow that emotion to rush over you. Be excited about what you accomplished today because we should. Business is like a video game in a way, right? Each level you, you reach when you succeed or you do something more than what you've done before, take pride in that. Be excited about that. Feel good about that. Share those wins with like-minded business owners at your, at, or your peers. That's the mentality. That's the mindset. That's the, 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 the society, your tribe, if you may, that you should be sitting in. Find that group, but bookend your day. Evenings, celebrate your wins, console your losses, and then start to plan your next morning. What didn't get done today that needs to happen? Prioritize that stuff for tomorrow. And then again, you're walking into work with a game plan, intentionality, and you're proactive. Number nine. This, one, this one's tough. This one sucks. Run towards adversity. Why do we spend our entire week dreading something? We all do it. Why, why is it that the one thing that we know we need to get done, we push off until it has to be done? Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Why do we do that to ourselves? The truth of the matter is when you run to adversity, when you attack the things that bother you most, when you knock off the task you didn't want to do, you free up all of that BS in your mind. You now have a clear slate, nothing but focus and opportunity, and you're coming off celebrating the win from the one thing that you didn't want to do. That's a great place to be. 
Wouldn't you rather spend an entire week focused on all of the exciting things you get to do because you've already knocked off, you already slayed the monster, if you may. Now you get to go have fun with the rest of our job. Guys, we're in the, fit, we're in the fitness business. This, this should be fun. We should enjoy this. Don't put the stuff that's that that stuff that has to get done, the, the stuff you dread the most, don't allow that to become your nemesis. Don't allow that to be bigger than what it really is. Attack it right away, get it out of the way, and then enjoy the process after that. And number 10, this one's interesting because I led this podcast with the information's everywhere. But at the end of the day, if you're not seeking information in areas you need to grow, what are, what's the purpose of being in business? This one, this one I'm bringing up because when I work with clients on a day-to-day basis, we're, we're bringing in different systems, strategies. We're teaching things that they, they didn't know before. And, and quite frankly, you don't always, you know, we've all heard the term, you don't know what you don't know. But if your business is struggling, or if you truly feel like your business can do better, dissect the business. What is it about your business that isn't successful? Nine times out of 10, you're going to tell me that you close at an 80% closing rate. I don't think I've ever worked with a gym that coming in did actually have that data. Not meaning, meaning they did, they, they might've, they might've closed at 80%, but they didn't have the actual tracking in place to know that they were. Or on the contrary, they had the tracking in place. They, they said or thought that they were at 80, but you know, a couple of those leads weren't serious and uh, you know, oh, that was a bad lead. The other one, they weren't, they, they didn't actually want to join a fitness program. They were just kind of shopping. So they don't count against our totals. You know, there's, there's always things that we could tell ourselves to justify the gaps or the areas that need improvement. Number 10 is here because if you feel like there's an area of your business that can be better, you should be doing what you can to source what you need in order to change that, make that more effective, whether it's program design. If you're not clear on program design, there's a million different places you can go and you can actually pay other people for program design. You can continue your education if you need to. I, um, um, I just realized I missed one. We're going to go back. I missed one. But um, the biggest thing is at this point, in, in this day and age with Google, with YouTube, with all of these things at our fingertips, there is no excuse to, ju- to just be ignorant to hope for change. That is not a strategy. Action's going to solve it. But the information it takes in order to make it happen, you have to seek it out, guys. Whether it be a mastermind group, a coach. Um, if you, if we, we talk about it all the time. If you want our help, absolutely anytime. pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Jump on a call with me. Let's dissect your business. Let's look for those areas of improvement. And then let's implement some change. Because that's the only way it's going to happen. Um, I got no, that was number 10, but actually let's just, we'll, we'll wrap up with this one because this one's extremely important. Know your numbers. This is business. This isn't hobby. We're not, most of us aren't doing this for fun. We're not uh, once in a while training somebody. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably, you probably want more than your average gym owner. You probably want a certain level of success for yourself. You probably value free, uh, financial freedom, time freedom. You're looking for those types of things. Business at the end of the day, it, it, it settles to the numbers. 
And if you're unclear on certain numbers within your business, you're going to struggle and it will put you up against a wall. And sometimes those walls aren't anything more than I don't know what I should be spending. Again, that's information. Figure it out, find it out, seek those answers. But a couple of examples of, of the numbers you guys should know. Obviously, when it comes to the P&Ls, the books, the revenue, that stuff, I'm sh- I hope you're on top of. I hope you know where the cash is in the business. I hope that you know what services pay you the most, where you should be guiding clientele, where your marketing should be positioning um, uh, the, the clients into your greatest opportunities for revenue. But additionally, when it comes to marketing, right, you'll want to know your cost per lead. What does it take for you to acquire a lead? Furthermore, what does it take to take that person down and actually acquire a new member? Cost per acquisition. What does it take to put a new member in your gym? On the other end of that spectrum, you've got your client life client lifetime value. This is one that I want to wrap things up on because this number is something in every one of our applications to, to take a call with us. We ask what your client lifetime value is. Guys, if you don't know what a client is worth to your business, you need, excuse me, you need to find out. There's software, if you're using, excuse me, client management software, you're, you, you probably have reports that can give you some of this information. If you're new, you know, a year into the business, two years into the business and your clients haven't even, you, you haven't even gone through the cycles of, of uh, attrition, you don't even know how long clients are go- going to be staying with you, again, understandable. But if you've been in business for five, 10, 15 years and clients have come and gone and you've replaced them and they they come, they stay, you know, year, two, three years, and they leave, they move on. It's averages. What is the average length your clients are staying with you? Additionally, what is, or on the other side of the spectrum, what is the average revenue each of those clients is paying you per month or the average cost per membership per month? Those two pieces of information are going to give you a rough client lifetime value. Some of the softwares can get a little bit more granular. You can talk about other referrals. Um, There's other things in there such as, you know, additional services that they've bought. Maybe they're buying shakes, post-workout shakes, apparel. You know, some of the software can, can track this stuff even greater and give you more accurate data. But at a bare minimum, guys, you need to know what is a client worth to your business what you should be spending in marketing or what you can afford to be spending in marketing in order to attract a client. Because in the day, in, in today's day and age, when we're competing for the same clientele, if we're going to compete for the same clientele, he who can spend the most to acquire that client will win. You want that to be you in those situations, but you need to know that that money's not going, um, you know, it's, go, it's not going out without coming back in. So take those 10 action items Revisit them today in your business. Um, implement those changes, guys. I want to do something that I felt you could, you could grab, you could run with. You're going to see some wins with this stuff right away. Uh, recap some of the things that we've been elaborating on lately and give you one list of things to attack for the next couple of weeks here or next week here. Um, make these changes in the business. Grow with it. See success from it. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Have a great day, guys. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you have to do to join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals right now is to head on over to Facebook, type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you access to our 10 strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.